Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here at 545 Productions in Consensual Studios. Well, it's live now, but not when you listen. In in a sense, it's live. In a sense, it is. Because this is your podcast where we take your topics and turn them into our show. We are, as always, your illustrious hosts, Mr. Benji Pickens. I'm joining you live. (laughs) Max Sarakistan Sarakion. And I am always lustrous. And I am your illuminated host, Mr. Ben Hollywood Whitmore. And I don't know, illustrious, luminous. I don't, I just, sure. that was where Your I manuscripts are beautiful. Luminosity.com. And, <laughs> and that's right. We're here to talk 30 minutes unedited about whatever topic we draw out of the bowl. But don't worry. There's a little more to it than that. And Max is going to tell you all about it. Uh, it's not really. No, it's pretty, it's it's about pretty much it that simple. We just give you a T-shirt because you guys send us topics. So we'll send you a T-shirt. And that seems completely fair. Uh, you can twank us on the Twitters, at Ig and Un. You can hit us up on the Facebooks, uh, message the show, become a friend of the show. Mm. You can email us, topics mm. at ignorantanduninformed.com. Or while you're streaming all the episodes and thinking to yourself, man, I really wish we could hear him talk about blank, click the topics button. Questions make the best one. Send us your topics. Get your T-shirts. Thanks for listening. Nice. Well, we need a topic. So, is Max, you're going to draw in there? Yeah, I got my hands already in the bowl. He's, so. he's got his hands. Well. He's elbow deep in that thing. I know. Just like that cow. Just like that cow. I don't know. But he's a vet or something. I don't know where that was going. That's a big word for served. Like, uh, this is a large uh, Yeah, that's a large animal. You've seen bag. cow patties. They're, they can get large. Uh, I mean, you've seen them, like, inseminate cows, right? I mean, like. Like uh, TV or I, something. I at mean, some point, right? only only when I masturbate. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Cowporn. So, so, so yeah, <laughs> cowporn. Yeah. Cowpornies. Uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> I I feel like this could be entertaining. So uh, Matt Riley, thank you for the topic, and I love you, buddy. Uh, is the Hobbit really an epic tale of armed upper middle class people taking advantage of the mentally ill? <laughs> <laughs> the Hobbit. Interesting. Okay. I'm trying to see where you might go with that. Well, the, the read it again of, of large middle class people. <laughs> yeah. Large? Is The Hobbit really an epic tale of armed upper middle class people taking advantage of the mentally ill? Okay, who's the mentally ill? I'm not 100%. I think sure. it's I think it's well, more they're like the retards. Disabled. The hobbits? Yeah, the they hobbits because they're like the... halflings and dwarves and shit like that, like the simple folk. Yeah, the simple folk. And if you would like to, Captain Parameters, expand this okay. to the entire Lord of the Rings saga. Well, I think I think that argument could be made better for the Lord of the Rings because I, I think it could be made better. But I think, for Star I think Wars. are they saying that like the hobbits are the are the <coughs> mentally retarded? Are the you read the topic? You tell me what you no, think. No, man, saying. I'm just trying to. I'm, yeah, I'm they're asking saying they're making opinion. the hobbits do all their work for them. The mentally ill, not 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 mentally retarded, mentally ill. That's different. Well, who's mentally ill? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Armed okay. upper middle class people taking advantage of I think, the mentally I think Ill. he's calling I think he's calling Bilbo. dwarves and midgets retards is what I think he's trying to I'm not saying that. I'm just trying to but I'm that, just trying to iron out what the fuck the topic right. is. But I think that's what he's saying. And the mentally ill. So people who <clears throat> suffer from some kind of mental illness, not mental retardation. Right. 
which would be like who else could he be talking about in the show except for I mean, you know what I'm saying? We can draw the conclusion. I think Max and I are in agreement, right? That it's it's the hobbits. The hobbits are the mentally ill, <laughs> right? I mean, to some they degree, they do figure largely they, they into are the these ones stories. That, that, they're kind of dragged along, right? And they do do the br- the brunt of all the work. They do all the legwork and everything else, while you know everybody else is just kind of making decisions. I mean, like, all right, I could get my hawk to fly that ring to Mordor, but why don't you fucking take it? You mean your tiny here, the legs. king of the eagles, the <laughs> giant eagles? Yeah, why didn't he just fly him up there? Be- because they, that wouldn't have worked. Yeah. Because There's, the book would have been this fucking long and nobody would have fucking – it wouldn't have been a fucking – No, no, no. See, okay. First of all <laughs> – Oh, shit. Uh, yes. I'd have, yes. I'd have pissed we off the hobbit. poked the bear long <laughs> enough. <laughs> I got to his hobbit bone. <laughs> He's got a Star Wars bone yeah. also and a Star Trek bone. Yeah, that sure. hobbit bone. All right. <laughs> Lay down, ben. Okay. So first of all, a direct attack – on Mordor would never have worked. With they couldn't the have just flying the eagles. Flying? Even like a no, like just a, to drop the ring off. It's not a direct attack. Yeah, that wouldn't happen. There was no let way. Let that him would speak. Happen. Let him speak. Well, is it surrounded? I mean, Be, well, I'm, yeah. I'm, there's there's a giant like mountain range that separates Mordor from the rest of the world. Okay. So you'd have to fly over the mountains, and then and you're you immediately be, in enemy territory at that point, is right? That correct, and okay. you would they would be shot out of the sky before they got half a mile in. They'd probably be shot before they even got to the mountains. They would okay. be destroyed because Sauron is he he's his tower and the big glowing eye. That's not really an eye; it's actually his body. Like he's he's like in the middle of those flames. He's the pupil of the eye, if you will. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, but he has, and so, and so he has like wizardry, uh, dark magic that he can like look at. So he's, he's, he's constantly on watch. So the plan was, the idea was that he wouldn't be looking for two little tiny hobbits to hold the most powerful thing in the world and that they might be able to sneak in. Sure. Who gives nuke to retards? (laughs) See, we keep bringing up retards and they're just mentally ill. They're not mentally retarded. So the hobbits are mentally, they are mentally ill. (laughs) They're, they're mentally ill. They're suffer. Well, they certainly suffer quite a bit. So they're, they're, they at least have PTSD. I mean, Frodo talks about it all the time in the book. They talk about Frodo having like flashbacks. But who is Matt talking about? That I don't know. I, that's, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around it. And mostly because I don't know the Hobbit story that well, because I read it when I was really little. So I, well, who, but like in the Hobbit, it's just him and the dwarves. Was Bilbo? Yeah, yeah going to like the wizard, claim their homeland, and they go to the cave and they defeat yeah, the dragon. The they dragon meet, and all that. They meet uh, the bar, the bard guy, bard whatever his name is, the 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 human at Rivertown, and yeah. and then he helps them and he kills Smog. I wouldn't consider him his, his family mentally ill. Yeah, maybe. They're human. I think they're saying what that about, like, uh, it's very class. It's very like you know because it's allegorical, right? It's but so I think what he's implying is that the the allegory is that uh, that the the dwarves who were formerly rich maybe were the middle class. They used to be rich, and now they're kind of like taken advantage of. I don't know. I think the question he's asking, I think, actually fits more with Star Wars. Is what it, the parallel I keep drawing. Where it's like basically like the rich, it's like like the the top ten people the in the in the on the two sides is the story you're watching. Like meanwhile, there's like planets and planets and planets involved in this shit. 
And realistically, you're one of the people on the planets. You're not one of the people. You're not Darth Vader. You know what I mean? You're not like one of the top 10 people in this scene. Right. So it's it's really just like the upper. It'd be like if the Rothschilds and George Soros were all fighting with each other. And like, you know, and they were just, you know, by like planets. Does that make sense? Like, I've just picked the two richest people in the the, the country. But. Well, I'm just saying like, like there's just people. Like my, you know, it's just the people are like. There's billions and billions and trillions of people in this in this Star Wars saga. Right? There's planets that get blown up, all this shit. Like the story is literally about the Empire versus the rebels and all of this. Mm-hmm. Well, in that Empire, in that Death Star alone, there's millions and millions of people, right? But it's easy to like fantasize about yeah. what you would do. Well, ultimately, as it's Star about Wars the Skywalker characters. family, right? And, and, and what you just about as, one family, literally. Right. And okay, so see, there you go. It's about one family. So, but it's so easy to like relate to that and be like, man, I'd be that unassuming hero or, you know, whatever. But realistically, it's, it's, it's just, you know, it's why we tell those epic it's, tales, it's, man. It's, it's the, it's the family with power, right? Two families sure. with power battling it out and billions and billions of people lose their lives in the, in the process. Yeah. I think that's kind of what he's getting at is like the upper middle class kind of, you know, the legwork is done by the, the lower class people. But the but it's their story that's told, you know. Okay. Does that make sense? So yeah. you, you said it even better. It's about one family. It's about mm-hmm. one like super powerfully awesome family. Like and the guy. Hobbit and Lord of the Rings are basically about one, one family. family. Also, it's about yeah. a guy and his nephew. Yeah. And then they both end up with this ring. That you think is kind of inconsequential, but, but they're at the both time. like every man, right? So that's the what's it called the story arcs and all that shit. <laughs> There's like a uh, that that particular story line is is like is it the un, unassuming hero or sure something like that sure unexpecting yeah. hero you know yeah I mean yeah it's yeah. all the like, last you can read you a little Joseph expected. Campbell and like you know yeah, yeah, fill yourself up the hero with a thousand faces yeah yeah exactly so that's uh you know that's that's and I and I get well there that, and that and, and those think... those stories certainly follow that that uh, that cl- the. The epic hero story. Epic hero. There you go. That's, that they're they are uh, of of low birth and origin. That they are. There's a call to really. action. They have a wise. Yeah, you may find out somewhere along the line that they're destined. They're, there's, they, there's, they were actually royalty. I think Joseph Campbell order. calls that the uh, touched by destiny is is the name of that. Okay. Something or other. But but yeah. Then there's a call to action. There's the the wizened. Uh, advisor of this mm-hmm. usually the older the Gandalf if you will the Obi Wan Kenobi. I mean, they're, the they're, they're all three kind of the same story. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, it's it's a tale talking. that's been told since the beginning of time, right? It's, you know, look at uh, the story of um, the, the, yeah, even Jesus like is is kind of that same every man story. Yeah, someone who is. Except he just happened to be the son of, of God. lowly birth and and is touched by destiny as the son of God, the savior of mankind, and blah Superman. blah blah. Superman he just went to high school with everybody else. Yeah, Spider Man's a good example as well. Mm-hmm. Just a normal kid until one day. That's what makes destiny, him relatable. The call to action. But realistically, it's going to be the rich people, the upper middle class, like he's saying, that are actually making these decisions for all the uh, lower class people. Would you carry the ring? Would I carry the ring? Would you carry the ring? No, I would. I would easily fall prey to its 
it's, it's uh, powers. calls I, to power. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would do that if I decided to carry the ring. Even but I feel Samwise, like I would just even be Samwise like, Gamgee carry your own fucking ring to the castle of Mordor. You know what I mean? Maybe if my uncle gave it to me, that'd be different. I think that's kind of what they're saying, at least about the Lord of the Rings. How you apply <laughs> this this question would be something like, you know, that the that essentially what he's saying is that the hobbits are just two pawns. Ignorant. Yeah. Well, they're just too ignorant to know any better that they could Literally use this ring to conquer the the world. You know what I mean? But that's why that's yeah. why Gandalf they're just too innocent. Them. They're too dumb. Perhaps I don't know. Or are they too Naive. smart? I mean, would you, would you really want to conquer the world? Well, see, like, like, that's really why Gandalf, want that? well, Gandalf that's didn't thing want that, it either. Like yeah. he was like because he was a he was like no. I don't oh, he's a wizard. He's outside of the realm of. Uh, of oh, he can't of wear it. Human. <laughs> well, no, he could, but he's uh. he's he. Is is a being that is greater than the being that yeah, was wizards that created are like angels the, in right. Lord of the Rings. Okay, yeah, they're like Eternals, and I think they're called. So, but like but that. as far as a man goes, this could really. Uh, yeah, humans, really humans, and men are fucking... are particularly susceptible to the ring. I can see that short lived. I would be greedy. Absolute Compared power. Yeah. I mean, yeah, fuck that. Armed upper middle class. That certainly would apply to the humans. That's that's what we did. Okay, you know, we took advantage of those that poor little hobbit and as the dwarf. I mean, it is like the story of like imperialism and exploitation, right? Like, oh, you know, you people don't know what you've got here. Like, let us yeah. come and teach you the ways of. I'll tell you, it's really powerful, tribe. but you just need to do what I say with it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's definitely like, and and again, like that's some. I mean, look at that. That's like, it's like here, just do what I say. Great yeah. things will happen to you, but just do what I say. Sure. I, 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 would, I would want to think myself capable of carrying the ring, but I think that I, we, would all, we all fall prey to temptation. I think that's part of one of the morals of the story is that, uh, is that he doesn't. Well, it is, it is, it's also kind of an – the whole thing is an allegory for, the, the, for Christianity and the story of Christ and the et cetera, et cetera. C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien actually had a bet – in their little club that was called the Inklings back in Great Britain in the 1930s. And uh, that's when they started writing the Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe and the Chronicles of Narnia series, C.S. Lewis. And then uh, J.R.R. Tolkien <coughs> wrote uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy after he had written The Hobbit. And they, they were, they were in a little literary – well, they were just like – I'll bet they were like, let's write Christian allegoricals for the – and see which one's better. And I would argue that Lord of the Rings is a better story, but uh, and but uh, the Lion, which is the wardrobe, especially, but the Chronicles of Narnia is a better allegory. Hmm. I'm gonna uh, argue. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna I'm gonna side with the populace, like like the, everybody else that didn't read the stories. Because sure. if you didn't read the stories, you have to go by the movies. Yeah, right. That's the only thing. You can go well, that's by. I remember more about the movies of the Hobbit than I remember really? the ninety-page Hobbit book. I remember. I read it. Yeah, I remember reading the book when I was definitely a kid, but I don't mm-hmm. remember. And I don't. It definitely wasn't like that spectacular. Yeah. You know. Well, I remember the the. I remember reading the first part of it and and not really understanding what the hell was going on. But it, you know, it's, it starts out. It's like and in the ground in the in a in a hole in the ground and there lived a Hobbit yeah. and it's about or something like that. And that's how the story starts, and that's how he started writing it because he just like wrote that on a napkin one day, and that's how the whole thing got started. And then he decided to expand upon the idea of the ring, and the, which is kind of an allegory for original sin, really, if you think about it. But yeah. you know, how is it an allegory for original sin? That it it is uh, 
the the ultimate temptation. It's the ultimate thing that people uh, fall prey to. Whatever you it, crave, it's desires, and it will give you whatever you want. But it is it is uh, the the reason that the the world is the state in which we find ourselves today is the existence of that ring. The existence of original sin is the reason that we find ourselves in. Talk about scapegoating. Right. <laughs> Jesus. It's all, it all comes back to this one cause. All of the complexity of the world. If I'm not saying it's an different. accurate analogy, no, I'm, I allegory. I'm just saying that's the Christian allegory that they're going with. Mm-hmm. There. And, and of course, Aragorn is kind of the Christ figure who, who you know, come from uh, – who's kind of shirked his uh, calling to be the king of the royal. But then he eventually accepts it and he goes through – the place of the dead, only to come back as the true king. Uh, Think of all the stories out there that that you know we didn't get to read. You know what I mean? Like the writers from the twelve hundreds, thirteen hundreds, fourteen hundreds that you know they were like destroyed in the yeah, fires just, of Alexandria, yeah, just or, whatever. You know what I mean? Like just like yeah. just all the stories never told that we just don't know. Like I mean, you know, you know. You know what's funny is like they they like, I. I've always thought it's an interesting idea, but they they've done it on a few like TV shows. The one I'm thinking of right now is uh uh is Family Guy and they, they go to like a like a futuristic parallel it's when they're like universe jumping, like the multiverse thing. And so they uh they go to this one this like really futuristic world and they're like, Oh my god, what's this? And he's like, Well this is this is a this is a a universe where the Dark Ages never happened. The Catholic Church never came around and and like stopped all learning in the Dark Ages. Oh, so yeah. they they were like five hundred years ahead of where right. we were today or at that time. It was, I was like oh, that's kind of an interesting idea. It's like what would have happened? How much knowledge? How much scientific progress could have been? Oh, if if could have uh, happened? All the research ever was like passed down. Right? Like if yeah, like if if there if, <laughs> right if the you know they call it the the if the in the Middle Ages people were encouraged to pursue scientific discovery rather than having to listen it's, to it's the same the, the church you know you know like you'll see so much more money spent on marketing for fucking and a so, one batch one could argue like that, that it wasn't like the worst thing in the, the world the because the for a science well, fair yeah, yeah. Well, I was saying you could argue that that information wasn't exactly lost a lot of it was but. Not all of it was because in the East, like in, in the Arabic countries and in China, they were still, you know, pursuing scientific interests, even though in Europe we were kind of just obsessed with killing each other. Yeah. Via disease and war, et cetera, et cetera. Well, then eventually they moved, you know, East also. Yeah. Yay, Crusades. Yeah. And, and then a, they burned a lot the of shit got destroyed. Was it, was it, is that when the, the library at Alexandria was supposedly burned? Yeah. No, I think that was, that was a long time long before that. Because before that, right? that was one of that the, like the uh, ancient Greeks, wonders, right? Of, ancient Greeks. Yeah, that's yeah, one of the ancient one. wonders of the world. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. this is, I feel like that's that happened a long, long time. I ago. thought that that so was, would have been like the Greece, Egyptian though. wars or the I, Greeks or the Romans. I or think it was, wasn't around. it in Greece, Alexandria. Yeah. I think it was actually was in Egypt. Yeah, I think it was, was like it the Egypt? north coast of Egypt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alexandria is right on the Mediterranean Sea. It was very close to Greece. It was a big trading partner partner with yeah. the Greek Empire. So and I, the that's, Romans. That's I think in that movie, that, that game, Civilization Revolution. Yeah. I think that's that's their uh that's their wonder, the Romans or the Greeks. That's one of them, yeah. yeah one of the Greeks. seven ancient wonders of the world. Yeah. And because of that game, I know what they all are now. Yeah. Let's hear them. The oh, okay, the seven ancient wonders of the world. Yeah, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, mm-hmm. the pyramids at Giza, mm-hmm. the uh, the library at Alexandria, mm-hmm. 
the lighthouse at Helicarnassus, uh-huh. the oracle, the, the uh, is is Helicarnassus the the mausoleum? I don't know the the Colossus of Rhodes. Yeah, Colossus. The uh, what have I missed? Oh man, Las Vegas. <laughs> then you Las got Vegas, the then you got the Luxor Hotel, <laughs> and um, there was a Temple of Zeus. Oh yeah, at Olympia. Yeah, the uh, the Temple of Zeus, Zeus at Olympia. But that's still only six. And uh, it's the, then then it's the the lighthouse. I thought it was like the Oracle at Delphi. Well, there's like there's that. the there's the mausoleum of. Isn't there the Oracle at Delphi or something like the Delphi? I mean, I think that's just a civilization. Is that just a thing that okay. they put in? Yeah, like the, one of their wonders. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, there oh, was man. an Oracle at Delphi okay. supposedly, like back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a Delphi. Just not one of the seven, though. No, yeah, I think no, no. that island's on Mykonos or something. Okay, I want to say, but that's not one of the seven ancient wonders. But it's it's the the mausoleum and the lighthouse are the other two. Okay. And I said I said, and one's at Helicarnassus, and one is. Lighthouse of okay. Alexander. So, what were the Hanging Gardens of Babylon? The Hanging Gardens of Babylon were supposedly this like beautiful temple mansion that was built for the wife of the the of I think Nebuchadnezzar, somebody, the king of Babylon, long ago, because the, she was taken as a war trophy, I think, and so she wasn't allowed to leave, and so they built these like amazing uh, kind of garden fortress like it's as almost as big as a city supposedly but the, the you know the fact that they were this you know babylon is in, in like the fertile crescent so it was able to sustain life and stuff but the, the way that they were uh built into the walls and stuff supposedly like they literally hung hung down over the corridors like they would build these crazy uh like aqueduct type structures that had all They're the garden constantly like, water and stuff yeah that's awesome and so supposedly, supposedly, like, unlike anything that had ever been created. and It's amazing when you think back to all the civilizations. Like, if you really, like, you know, got down, like, you know, history, like, you study history. That's multiple, multiple years in school of studying history, of course. But, man, there has been so many, like, major civilizations that have come and gone. Like, even, like, the Ottoman Empire, that was just 100 years ago. You know, like, fucking the Turks were really, really big over there. You know, yeah. like just a hundred years ago. That's not that long. Even ago. sixty years ago, the USSR. Well, <coughs> not even thirty. Yeah, years think ago. about the stuff that's changed just since we've been here, man. East and West Germany, the Soviet Union, Yugoslavia was is now like eighteen countries. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, Czech Re- Czechoslovakia is now the Czech Republic. Like, there's, a, there's just a and there's some and shit like some shit that's not even on a on like if you go and uh, like just gone. It's just gone now. And uh, like I have maps that have it on there. I can't even think what it is in the Middle East, but there's a couple of countries that's yeah. just well, the, line, the lines of like Eastern Europe and Western Asia uh, are, are have been redrawn uh, several uh, times in our lifetime. And that's, alone. Yeah, and that's just in our lifetime. So it's just crazy if you think and go back. And again, you know, you're talking about that story. You're only talking about the upper echelon, like the the, the main people in that story. But yet there was. Millions and millions of people that lived underneath them. There's a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. You know a lot, what I mean? A lot that of people just, that just. We're just, like, just, uh, I guess I live in Babylon, right. and now just, I live in... <laughs> but that's totally. not a compelling story to tell or read. You know no, what I'm saying? No, no, like, no, but it's like, definitely well, like, it's another Thursday. I'm going to wake up and tend my fields. But but my, my point is, is that, you know, even in that day, they were telling the story of, you know, the epic hero. Because other than that, like the... 
you know, you just can't tell stories to yeah. a bunch of like regular people about how, yeah. hey, it's really only the chosen rich people that yeah. get to do cool shit. So, so you have to have the unassuming. But there is, there is like a, uh, uh, a piece of, um, it's not the Rosetta Stone, but it's like a piece of Phoenician writing that, that, that they found that, that proved something or other, like the Phoenicians got all the way to, you know, China or something like that. It's, it's some kind of historical importance, but what it is, they've translated it. It's a complaint letter to the, to the merchant who got, uh, who didn't deliver the right grade of copper. Awfully. So it's like, you know what I mean? But like that guy who totally. wrote that letter is kind of famous now. Because, right. But he was like, he was just like, fuck this guy. He didn't give me the right yeah. grade of copper. I'm going to fuck you, man. Uh, dear sir, please give me <laughs> no, a <laughs> Totally. <laughs> I ordered <clears throat> 0.8 grid and you gave me like 0.7 grid. And I'm like. <laughs> but, the, you know, like that. But that even said, like how long we've been doing the same thing with just different technology. Like complaint letters. Yeah. Like, I mean, think about how long you had to have like governments in place before it was like. You know, you just didn't hit him with a hammer. You know, plus yeah. you're trading goods for goods and, you know, that's all pretty societal, you know, like that. And that's a long fucking time ago. Yeah. So depending yes on our future, no. it'd be like, what What do they find? It'd be like, what if you actors put in their space capsules and like some elementary schools, that's what they're going to base like our entire past on. It was like, evidently there was a man in a yellow hat and a monkey. <laughs> All right, and they got in. He's a great, the great king, yellow man in the yellow hat. <laughs> right, but then who knows the stories they make up about what right. must of this life here exactly. been like now? Exactly. But like, it's not based on truth; it's based on on what they found their interpretations. Yeah. To your point, Benji, about the time frames, um, I agree with you, especially sitting here in our lifetimes, thinking like, "Oh my God, why haven't we done better?" Uh, but the truth is, like, evolutionarily speaking. How many millions of years did it take us to get to, to this, this point? point? This point right. where we're like, hey, fighting people's wrong? Right. Like <laughs> Violence is, is not, not the answer? The answer? How many thousands of generations? And so, like, <clears throat> while I definitely agree with you, like, holy shit, we should do better. We should know better. No, we you're should right. learn from our past. Like, the mechanisms we work with, with evolution, I mean, that's just a long Plus now with fucking the, time scale, man. Dude, with the shorter memories, and all, which is sad because, like, we have shorter memories now, but there's more information than ever. Like, if you go back and look in history, man, you could be like, man, we could avoid repeating a fuck ton of mistakes, but we just don't. Humans don't work like that, man. It's almost like we got to re- recreate the wheel every, you know, well, every I mean, cycle. I feel like we're all guilty of it, too. Yeah, right. No, like, definitely. How many times have we been told something and been like, nah, 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 nah. But then uh, we go through it and we're like, no, that's nah, it. That's, I mean, right, that's the way right. we learn. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, don't fuck her, man. She's got you a boyfriend. Gotta, yeah. nah, you got to touch that hot stove before you figure out <laughs> yeah. you shouldn't touch that hot stove. So that's a yeah. better example. <laughs> you can, someone can tell I like you. <laughs> I like yours too. That's bad. Someone can tell you a hundred times you don't want to touch that stove. It will hurt. Mm-hmm. Probably because they touched the stove and it would hurt. But you can't believe it until you do it. But we're so yeah. hesitant. Uh, Man, I mean, can you imagine if we, listen. like, really passed down information from father to son? Like, scientists passed it down to their kids and so on and so forth. And there was, like, this, you know, this If knowledge, knowledge was basic. genetic, oh, that would man. be amazing. Now, I see, but I don't think – because wouldn't that just be a different ruling class then? Probably. <laughs> like, I wouldn't suppose. it just be different armed upper yeah. middle class people uh, taking advantage of the yeah. retarded? It would yes. just be even all the people that learned from their fathers, and it's the same thing as it is now. All the people that like made their money back in the railroad days are now the trillionaires in the country and do all kinds of weird shit that we probably don't know about. Yeah, thanks ancestors. <laughs> I didn't get no. I didn't get no railroad money. <clears throat> I guess, but I, guess... I get it, man. If I was rich, right, every time there was a recession, I would buy up as much of everything as I fucking could. 
Sure. You know, well, I, yeah. I, I, I don't fault them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. And that's how, and then that's happened it's enough the times rich, now. That's how they stay family. rich, right? And then it's happened enough times in these families, man, where it's just now they, they're like that white haired dude on fucking, uh, that Patrick Swayze movie, Roadhouse. Roadhouse. You know, <laughs> he owns the whole town. <laughs> that's the way they are now. It's the white haired dude. He's got a bunch of goons out there. I don't know. Boss, boss hog. Boss hog. Yeah, it's boss hog. Yeah. He's not the way he didn't have any hair. Well, he did on the back, but not on the top. Yeah. Party in the back. <laughs> Nothing on the front. Nothing in the front. Uh, just party. Just party in the back. He's, party dude, the he's back. a character, man. You go back and watch those old fucking. I like Boss Hog, dude. That's some funny shit, dude. He is a he's like as an actor, mm-hmm. right? Like, did you guys like study Boss Hog in school? Or, <laughs> well, I did. It was like a Boss I Hog class. That day in class, <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, I, I was assuming it'd be an entire semester. Oh yeah, no, I I, I did boss hogging it. Hog, that was hog, that was a little too advanced it. for where I was. Hogwarts, <laughs> Hogwarts, boss Hogwarts. There's a mashup I'd like to see. No. Boss Hog takes over as headmaster of Hogwarts School of Wizard Witchcraft and Wizard. So, who's your least favorite actor based on talent? <laughs> My least favorite based on like somebody you can't even watch because like. Uh, that's that's a hard one, man. I don't know. I have a lot of favorites. I mean, you actors. can list them all off if you want. You don't have to choose. I mean, just no, give, I don't know that I could pick someone who's bad because I don't know that I <coughs> would even stop to like remember their name unless they're. That's fair. You know what I mean? Like if they're that bad, I'm not. I mean, maybe they, if they were that bad, I'd remember their name. But I'm trying to think of like what's a bad movie that I. See, Nicholas I can Cage. find. Like, I mean, I can. <laughs> no, see, every movie. You mean by like greatest actors of all time? You, Nicolas Cage. Are you? Yeah, I I love Nicolas Cage Get because he is so Nicolas Cage. It's hilarious. We've talked about this. No, we didn't. But talk it's about been the like a hundred episodes. It's so. been a while. Nicolas Cage is like just so fucking zany and weird, and totally. He's. I mean, okay, he really so, is transformative when you so look at his. Rosie O'Donnell's a good actress. Rosie no. Perez is a good actress. No. They're, okay, they're there's, both like there's not, actresses not that you don't good. like. You don't think they're. Why good don't you actors? like women? I I is love just Meryl women Street? that you don't like. Meryl Streep's probably the best actress in in the world. Do you, is that is that true or Absolutely is that is just true. is that just because Hollywood tells you she's the uh, best? actress? I have thought that, that for several, you know many what I'm years. Saying. I mean, people can be told that Brad Pitt's fucking awesome, and people will be like Brad. Because look, man, I sold I don't, weed I don't for a long time. Care you tell for Brad people, Pitt, but he's not you, bad. You tell people this is the best weed they've ever fucking seen, man. People will be like, man, that's the best weed I've ever seen. You tell people that Meryl Streep's the best actor in the fucking world, people are going to be like, man, Meryl Streep's the best the actor in the world. You know what I mean? But she is, though. I mean, have you seen her movies? She's she's incredible. Like, it, what she's able to do. And maybe I have a little different opinion of people because I know what, like, acting takes and, like, what you have to do. But what does she do that Bridget Jones' diary doesn't do? Renee Zellweger? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, she's not an anteater. Second of all... <laughs> she has okay. this little squunched up face. Yeah, so it starts with the physical. Okay, okay. So the physical face. Okay. Well, a lot of it is physicality and like and and how you embody your character, both physically. Mm-hmm. Like you just it's simple things, man. Okay. Like you look at the way that she walks in Devil Wears Prada and the way she walks in Doubt. Like she changes. Like she physically transforms, and it's it's enamoring. It's, so it's in cap. It, it, what about Barbara Streisand? I've been told she's the best actress. Barbara Streisand in the world. is 
is is a great singer. Like she's an amazing singer. But she's not a good actress. She, I think she's fine. There's nothing wrong with her. She's funny in in uh, Meet the Fockers, and she was funny in, well, Funny Girl. She was great in that was a musical kind of. But you know what I mean, like. So but like I name like five actors her in that Yentl, could be in a movie. I did not like her. I did not like her in Yentl. Name five is, actors if Papa, they were. Can you hear me? If they were in a movie, you'd be like, I'm refusing to fucking go to that movie. Just name three actors if they were like the the top three. They were actors, in a movie and they were in a and movie I'd be together. Like, no, no fucking way. I don't even know. So you would go see a movie with Ricky Lake, Rosie Perez, and fucking Eric Stoltz from Mask. It depends on dressed what it up was. like the guy in Mask. <laughs> I don't know, man. Brian Cranston's actually really good too. I really, I, <laughs> I think he was really fun. Anyway, we're over time, so oh, yeah, let's go. Got, let's go. Sorry, man. I just wanted to jump into a little bit. So, of is it there. really an epic tale of uh, armed upper middle class people taking advantage of the mentally ill? I, I would, I would argue no. I, I don't think it is because I, I couldn't. I, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, our friend Mr. Riley can explain it to me one day of what he's actually talking about. But my answer is no. I don't think it is. That's not a not a valid allegory. Cool. Okay. Anyway, what about you. you guys? Anybody? I don't care. I look forward to talking to Riley uh, <laughs> and hearing his opinion. He's a very smart man. So I, I'm sure I, uh, he is. I, w- I want to hear his explanation of what he's talking about. Maybe we'll have him on. We'll do a recap episode. Well, that's why I was wondering if he was like talking about like the people people or the people in the story. Yeah. Or I need to know what I find out. Yeah. Cool. Hey, thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We've been your hosts, Mr. Benji Pickens, yep. Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. Power to the Hobbits. And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. Make sure you subscribe on whatever podcaster you listen to us on. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorant and uninformed. Twank us on Twitter at ig and un. Check out all the podcasts at ignorant and uninformed.com. Send us your topics to topics at ignorant and uninformed.com. And we'll be back next week with a brand new epidose of hot ass freshness all up in your grill. Peace off.